This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. D-O-I in apostrophe, I-T-W-I-T, H-D-A-N-N-Y, and J-E-N-N-Y. Doing it with Danny and Jenny, doing it with Danny and Jenny, doing it with Danny and Jenny, it's a revolution in podcast. Welcome to a revolution in a podcast. Revolution. Thank you, Eli Braden, for that. He's a genius. Yes, that is the vocal stylings. And the music of Eli music. Braden. Now All you, of it. You may know Eli Braden from the Howard Stern show. He probably I, I I wonder if he's written more Robin songs than just about anybody. Or Robin's Tits songs. Robin's Tits songs. Yes. I feel like What an honor though. I know. I know. So he didn't he didn't sing about your tits in that. Um. He didn't sing about yours either. But I feel like maybe if, I feel this, like, if we continue on, uh, maybe we'll both get tits songs. I would hope he would. But he's great. Thank you, Eli, for Thank that. You very much. If we sure. ever make money on this, we'll give you some money. Yeah. Right. I'll take him to dinner. Yeah, I'll buy him a dinner, a steak or a dinner. Beer. Yeah. So welcome. Like so uh, you know, last week was the uh, episode one was sort of the beta test of the show. It was, it was and I would like to cons- inaugural inaugural. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'd like to think of this as like what what comes after be- gamma. This is the yeah. gamma test. This feels like we're getting into sorority fraternity. It is. It? it is. But and I learned the gr- here come the roofies. I, I know. I learned more. I was you know I was in a fraternity and we learned about the Greek system. I was not. I'm. It's it's actually something. I like the people I was in my fraternity with, right? But I'm super embarrassed that I was in a fraternity because, <laughs> you know, it, all of the implications. Right. You know, uh, uh, it just all feels like like a setup. Like all fraternity life feels a little bit like a setup to the accused too. You know, so it's, you didn't have any pinball machines or anything like no, that. No, but your, it's just no. I mean, I went to Syracuse University, which is a big school. Uh-huh. And so it was like the Greek system was sort of a good way to meet people, but I don't know. I it's like I have mixed feelings about it. There are some people that they're either like you. I f- I feel like it's either going to be the the guys that still wear like you know how like Rick Perry still wears his class <laughs> ring yeah. from and you know like there's there there are people that still are like oh you gamma and then they have the little jerk off secret handshake yeah. or whatever that is that was our secret handshake which right. we, we jerk each other off but um and by the way don't <laughs> and tell then anybody whoever came first one <laughs> yeah. I always won. <laughs> then you get to be an officer I always won. I remember my ex husband like asking him one time like we were was just when we were dating and I said we we're talking about like you know fraternity sororities and, I, and he asked if I ever was in a sorority and I was like no I had literally had no desire yeah. to be in a in a sorority which much my mother that killed her like I, she really really and, um, and when I asked him I was like so were you and when he's like oh god no no I'm not years later we're married I was like going through some shit and there I found the picture of whatever fraternity and he was the fucking vice president and he lied he about lied it because he was so embarrassed <laughs> 
That's amazing. And I was like, wait a minute. What the fuck is this? And he's I, like, he goes, I just, oh, I get so it. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. It was like, yeah, I can see why. Like, I No, I, I get it in that. This was when you were early dating. Yeah. It we, was like, like, you know, we had been dating like a month. See, we all, I, I did, everybody, when you first start dating somebody, you lie. And then if you wind up getting married, it becomes a bit of a problem. So like, uh, um, yeah, when it all comes out, you're like, you've. Wait a minute! Didn't you say that you traveled to? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I mine was worse though. It was sort of like my wife, not worse than lying about being in a fraternity. Right. I actually had to pay a price for this one though. But we were dating and early on, and my wife said, uh, "I love camping," and I was like, "Yeah, me too." Who doesn't? I love to camp. And so then, when we were first dating, you know, we actually did go camping, uh-huh. and then you know, after the relationship wasn't so minty fresh, I was like, "I don't want to go." You said you love camping, and I was lying. Right. But she pretended to like Elvis Costello and, and really didn't. So I think that was like, no, I love Elvis Costello. So I tried I, to think. Mine was probably the worst one was that, oh, no, I love your kids. Oh. No, <laughs> no I really want to spend more time with them. It's yeah, so fun. Mine was, oh, my God, I can't wait to be a dad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want kids. Which, by the way, I have to tell my stepdaughter, Catherine, hi, because uh, she texted me yesterday and oh. was driving and uh she listened to our oh podcast what did she say she said she nearly wrecked at your uh, wrecked her car at the story about your daughter the nice penis oh that <laughs> that was good and birdie just farted just wanna yeah i was told yeah. i i made a mistake in the last podcast this is a correction what point i, t- I told a story about doing stand-up recently and i mentioned that a woman named I, I said that Jen Statsky gave me the advice, but it wasn't her. It was Jen Kirkman. Oh. And that was pointed out to me at a party this weekend. By, by Jen Kirkman? No, by Lauren Savant. It's like, are you sure? And so, yes. I mean, they're both wonderful women, but it was Jen Kirkman who gave me the advice. I thought it was just going to be Jen Kirkman, like, had you cornered. Yeah. What the <laughs> she, fuck? She was really mad. You know, I love Jen Kirkman. I do, too. That's great. Her, that's a stand-up. I love her stand-up specials. I do, too. I've watched her do stand-up so many. Like, what I like is that, which, I mean, you talk about somebody that just doesn't care. Yeah. Have you ever seen um, Annie Lederman? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'll literally just yell at everyone in the crowd. I know. But it makes me, like, it's so something I would never do. I, I'm like the person that's desperate for approval like i so i have so much respect when i see somebody just up there like you know shut the fuck up you know like, like i i get it i was it makes me laugh so hard i was at a stand i was at a i was at the comedy store a friend of mine is friends with um steve Byrne. You know oh yeah, yeah yeah he's great and so we went to see his set like late night at the original room and the next act was either going to be bobby lee or maybe it was going to be eddie pepitone i can't remember uh-huh. I, I wound up talking to eddie but um and then Steve gets a note and it's Andrew Dice Clay is going up there. Uh-huh. And, you know, I mean, I, I, I was never like a giant fan of, of the Dice Man, uh, that that yeah, yeah. particular kind of humor. But the audience seemed very appreciative of him. Yeah. I always like Andrew Dice Clay. I always thought it was funny because even like when did he first kind of pop onto the scene? Like, like, like the, early like, 80s or yeah, mid, mid 80s? Mid 80s. Mid to late 80s. Yeah. He was on Arsenio Hall show when I was there. Remember when he cried? <laughs> yes. That was that's amazing. What I, I just seen, I don't know what the hell I was watching. Maybe the history of comedy. Yeah, it was CNN. probably something like that. And uh, But I remember because I was, so the, I mean, I'm, I was born in 78, so like, I, would, I was a kid, yeah. you know, and I, but I even knew as a kid, this is an act. Like, yeah. I never, 
so I couldn't understand when I would see adults going, it's so offensive and it's just sexist and it's hungry. I'm like, how are you not seeing it's a joke? Have you ever seen someone smoke a cigarette like that in real life? I know, like, I know. It was, but it was so ridiculous, like how pissed off people actually it was, can get. I think that was a precursor to the times we live in today. Uh, because yeah. people getting super offended at comedy as opposed... Like I was... The, the most offensive thing about Andrew Dice Clay to me was that it didn't make me laugh that yeah. much. So it wasn't... I mean, but... Yeah, it's but, more uh, offensive when you're like, okay, I see what you're okay, doing. Okay, this is like, funny. do something else. So I'm yeah. so sick of it. But to be offended by a comedian, it's like, it's a fucking joke. Move on. It just like it drives me crazy. I wrote a tweet yesterday Tell that me. I thought this is how every great story starts. By yeah, the way, I wrote a tweet yesterday. Yes. Womp, womp, womp. What was it? Cut. Okay, now first off, I thought this was funny. I retweeted Jaden Smith. <laughs> no, this one. Okay, so Jaden Smith. This yeah. was his tweet. Uh huh. The four seasons in Toronto spiked my pancakes with cheese. I'm surprised I'm still alive. So I retweeted first the attacks in Manchester and now this. <laughs> I I'm did you get a lot of hate? Oh my god! Uh, here we go. Not funny at all. Uh, Owen Benjamin retweeted it, and uh-huh. he at least replied. He goes, "She's not mocking the tragedy. She's mocking the softness of the Smith family." Yeah. And then, uh, normally, I love your comedy. Not this. Too soon. Much too soon. This was tasteless and insensitive. Unfollow. <laughs> like, wow. this, like Literally, people were not funny. I think people like are so looking for someone to get mad at and blame, and so like the yeah. commentators can be there and like 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 because they can't yell at the guy who blew himself up, no. you know they can't yeah, be yeah, like yeah. so. It's just us. Yeah, it, but there's something that's like, you know, when when there is a tragedy there, and it's always the oh too soon is it what there is, there is a way to laugh at like without a doubt w- there is a way, but it just has to be like. You know, some some subjects are so touchy that it's like sometimes I'll I'm like I don't even want to bother to try. Of course. But then there's certain things like, I, you know, I remember when Kim Kardashian had the first kid. Yeah. And of course they named the baby fucking Northwest, which I is know. just I know unbelievable. But I get I mean I literally I, I woke up and because I had you know made a just part time job of like making fun of her. Uh huh. The the amount of like replies she had the Northwest waiting on it wait you yeah. know like yeah. And I sat there and I thought, I can't make fun of a baby. Like, yeah, it's a baby. Like, you know, I don't mock people's like kids or whatever. But, but then I was like, I got it. Want to congratulate Kris Jenner on the birth of her new client. <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> so it's like not offensive to the, you know, like, yeah, as long as you can find a way to. As long as you're kind of not punching down. Right, right. I mean, I, I always tweet like it's only too soon if it's not funny. But right. like most people like you can. There is a joke to be made after like a horrible murder. But you, most of us are probably not good enough to make it. Right. it it's like, and I, I mean, of all people, I got to give Bob Saget some credit because this is—I I, yeah. I think I've told you this before. But I, so it was obviously nine eleven two thousand and one. I think on like nine, uh-huh. <laughs> you said n- obvious. Yes, it was. But I think on nine eighteen, there was some fundraiser I went to that he was hosting. And it was like a really tricky time for comedy, you know, right after that. And he gets up and he says, well, let's just talk about the elephant in the room. And, he, and it's like, uh, man, 9-11 was horrible. A lot of people are saying it's worse than Pearl Harbor, but not the movie. <laughs> Which I, and, and so, and it was like a moment of pause with the, uh, the everybody was super quiet. It's and like, then explosive really- laughter because it was like, yeah. there's never a bad time to make fun of Michael Bay. Yeah, so that's it was, always fair game, right? <laughs> and he kind of found the way. And I mean, the Onion that 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 
issue they did right after 9-11 won the Pulitzer Prize. So, oh, really? Yeah, it really did. Well, like, there's certain, uh, I know what Sarah Silverman had, a pretty funny one about, um, it wasn't right after it, but she was like, it was shortly after. She goes, it was such a terrible tragedy for me because that was the day I found out how many calories were in this latte that she had been getting <laughs> from Starbucks. And she's like, and I had been having one every single day. And I had to find out on you know, that. But, you know, you make it like you're the idiot. You're like, uh-huh. there's ways of doing it. But, yeah, some certain people that I think when you try to well, – when people try to be – like, it's horrible. I mean, I I remember, like, you know, people that would reply to some of my, you know, things about Kim Kardashian. Like, when she announced she was pregnant, like, people were like, don't you hope she has a miscarriage? I'm like – Oh, my God. Um, no, I really do hope she has a healthy child. Like – I like what, God. Yeah, I know. I like when people play along with my jokes, but sometimes they, they, they you, you're not good enough to do this. Right. I mean, there there's certain, I have people who taught me all the time, but yeah, but there's there are like I do occasionally like when somebody has a reply and it's really funny. Love and, it. And sometimes I'm like, fuck. Why That's, didn't I? Think? <laughs> I I genuinely write fuck. Yeah. I like, hate you for for coming up with that. Yeah. I'm like I just will sit there and go, damn it. I know. I do like when uh oh, I need to let my dog out. Guy, would you mind? Letting Lady Bird, Her Majesty. I just want to report, we have to let the dog out, just, I know this is a podcast, but that Lady Bird has not farted since I've been here. She, she did. Oh, she did? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, Hang I, on, I'm going to have to. <laughs> this is where we'll break for the sponsor. So, like, I've had people that, I mean, I would go more oftentimes than not, It's that's usually not a funny, but when somebody comes and it's like, and they, holy shit. Like, I remember I wrote this tweet that was like, you know, during pilot season or something years ago. And I was like, I, I can't believe that, you know, like CBS passed on my, my sitcom about, it was like two anesthesiologists who, what was it? Two anesthesiologists who solve crimes and it was called needle dicks. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, great. And I was like, I can't believe CBS passed on this, you know, my pilot. And this guy replied back to me and he goes, I know NBC, <laughs> NBC didn't pick up mine. Uh, my my pilot about two 12 year old girls solving mysteries called pedal files like on their bicycles <laughs> wait they're on their bicycles on their bicycles solving the pedal, pedal, the pedal files. files oh that's awesome I was like and you sir get a follow and <laughs> retweet that was funny as shit yeah I, files. I think that guy's handle is at no huddle I'm almost positive that's it but he's, he's a funny guy I can't remember like so one of my favorite jokes on Twitter that I, like when I was first getting into Twitter it's so stupid, but he was doing up the palindrome, a very famous palindrome, but he did it wrong. And I have no idea who it was. If this is you, please, please tell me because I want to credit this. But it was, the tweet was, a man, a plan, a canal, the Panama Canal. <laughs> by, by simply adding the the, they just made it so, I think that's like one of the funniest fucking jokes. I know it's so stupid. But, it's, but like... I don't know. Oftentimes, like the jokes that to me are, are like the dumbest, or the you know like the ones oh. I laughed like I laughed the hardest. That I was, I I was doing this in my stand up actually, but it, it was a true story. Like you know, if you're like 
go you know you're at a hotel and i do love a good lobby bar oh me too it's I my love, I, I, one that's, of my favorite treats to me i love just sitting in a lobby bar watching people those and are my like, favorite bars even when i meet friends i like those i just yeah it's like i just would love like when before i moved here like that oh god that four seasons bar the lobby hookers come in it's and, great oh, oh it's so the, much fun the to Peninsula watch Peninsula bar there's oh, another that, one that's, that's hooker central that's hooker central yeah uh, the wilshire one Oh, the Beverly Wilshire. Uh, the yeah, in the back, like I think it's uh, the sidebar, the one yeah, that takes I, a cut. That's where I, I, I. That's where you. Uh, I know. <laughs> I met one of our friends' husbands there. I mean, or boyfriends there. There's something that's so great, but every time, like at a bar, there's always, always an old hammered person that goes there every day. Yeah. You know where they know everyone's name, the busboy's name. Yeah. You know, and they're just, in the moment, you're just kind of sitting there by yourself and just trying to watch. And then all of a sudden they slide, hey, sweetheart. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, you I know, know, like, in the moment, if they say, what do you do? And if you say anything, comedy, comedian, whatever, I want to hear a joke. And you're like, oh, fuck, this is going to, uh, yeah. this is going to be the worst shit ever. So I was in San Antonio and I was, <laughs> so I was at the lobby bar saying, there's the old guy. Uh-huh. You know, he's like, hey, darling. And I'm like, oh, good God. Hey man, I said, "How are you?" He's, "I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in there," and uh, he's just fucking smoking and drinking. Just you know, it's like 11 a.m. Just pounding scotch. And hey, what do you do? And I was like, uh, "Comedian." He goes, takes a big drag of his cigarette. He's like, "Want to hear a joke?" Why the fuck not? Yeah, sure, yeah. You're tell me. And he goes, "You know how to get a nun pregnant?" <laughs> I was like. No, sir. You know what? I don't. I don't. And he just took a long drag I of his cigarette and goes, fucker. <laughs> That's like a great. That was my favorite joke I'd ever heard. Fucker. I was like, I know. thank you, good sir. Thank you for sharing that. I just love, like, I always wonder who comes up with the jokey jokes. Like the classic, like, guy walks into a bar joke. Because there's some, like, so my favorite joke joke of the last, I would say, two decades uh-huh. Like that's just like sort of like should like a joke book joke. Right, right. Is this and maybe many of you have heard this, maybe you haven't. If you haven't, I envy you, so you get to hear it now. But it's what's the worst thing you can hear after blowing Willie Nelson? And the answer is, um, I'm not Willie Nelson. Right. <laughs> that's like the funniest joke ever because really you just is. blew a homeless guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Willie Nelson is the perfect person for it to have been. Oh, and my like I've heard that joke, and I've heard it where people have said, you know, after sex with Willie, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. whatever, and, you know. It's but one thing that kills me is when like, people will actually that? tell it to you as if they came up with it. No, I, I, I mean, I'm sure you've heard jokes before. That's like you've it's a repeated joke. Yeah, and then someone will t- you hear somebody like saying it at a party or some shit like that. You're like seriously. Like no, I've heard people. I've I've actually heard people tell somebody's like I. I'm like I read that's Neil Brennan's tweet. Like I, like I've heard oh. people try to like pawn somebody else's. Oh my god! Up. Yeah, yeah, it's really. It's like well, you're not funny, so yeah, I'm g- sure everyone. I'll give you these party tricks. Right. Yeah, I like those. Hold on, we're getting a picture taken. Jeez. Oh, this is gonna be a keeper. I, okay, might ha- I might have to get a frame. Yeah, I want a frame for it too. How's your week? Oh. It's been kind of crappy because I've had a cold. Not that that's interesting, but I just had like a terrible cold all week. But last weekend, because I was in New York for a long weekend. Oh, that's right. For your birthday. For my birthday. And I really blew it out. And clearly 39 
this is not as forgiving. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to take me. Well, unlike unlike being a gay teen, it doesn't get better. It doesn't. Because, no, it just, your your ability to party just gets so like, much worse. Everything hurts. Yeah. I mean, like, I got back and I'm like, oh, shit. I was, of course, I'm, like, I'm on the plane heading back and sure, would you like your drink before takeoff? Absolutely. Oh. Like, pounding Bloody Marys and then, you know, from... It's a, what, a five and a half hour, yeah, six hour flight, whatever. Depending on headwind. Depending on headwind, giggity. <laughs> yeah, and it was like as the flight continued, I was like, my throat's starting to feel scratchy. <laughs> like, oh, here, this is it. I should have taken like some. I don't know. What are you supposed to take when you're getting cold? cold? I don't know, like vitamin C shit or who knows? Cocaine. Yeah, cocaine. Oh, guy, right now you you can't see this, but guy is letting in. Um, Guy is so Birdie's bitch right now. Yeah. He's letting in Birdie, um, her, Jenny's uh, 30-year-old basset hound. Yeah, who just drank probably a gallon of water out of my pool. Yeah, yeah. And if you're following along at home, not as smelly this week. Not as smelly this week. I don't know. I really, she's really been trying to take better care of herself. Yeah. (laughs) I I like that. She will. I took her because she has arthritis. So when I went to, um, I mean, she is 13 and a half. She's a basset hound. That's like a lot. That's a lot. I, you know, I'll tell this. This is, I always think it's a funny story. I like this story. When she was, um, she was about like four months old and I got her. She was like five weeks old, but about four months I noticed that her front, she was limping and she just had this like significant limp and, and I, I'm poking at her and she's not whimpering. I'm not really understanding. Like, so I take her to this vet in Austin uh-huh. and it was this vet clinic that I don't know why I even started taking her there in the first place. Uh, but it was like George W took his cats. I mean, it was like, oh, you know, no. one of those, like those kind of like, it was two fancy pants and yeah. The you high know, society of Houston. So they, I say with a certain amount they of do disdain. These, yeah, they do these x-rays and, and sure enough, it was like her, by this point, it, the the limping lasted like two weeks and then that was it. She never limped again. So I was just kind of confused as to what the hell was going on with her. And um, she, it, when when the I got the x-ray back, it showed that in her front leg and where, her, where your elbow is, yeah, that there was the bone that you're supposed to have a little space between the joint and your, the bone. your bones, though, that you have this movement. That bone on her leg was just a tick too long. Oh, wow. And so it was pushing into the joint, causing her elbow to pop out. So as she was growing, that caused the limp. But then it was like she just... Her, you can actually see. Yeah, like, I did. She has so a like really... right here, this one's fine. Yeah, the this other one, one. Her elbow pops up. No, it's really but, freaking. But it's just, yeah, it's like you wouldn't even notice it unless I showed it to you. Now it's all I can look at. I know, it's disgusting. And uh, But I took her to a specialist, another specialist in Austin. I took her to a specialist in San Antonio, and they both said, what we'll do is we're going and we're going to shave that piece of bone down. We're essentially going to break her leg so that that bone will pop into that the joint socket. properly. And I'm thinking, this sounds really aggressive for my puppy yeah so i think you know what i'm gonna go back to bay city texas where i'm from to dr criswell the old redneck that i, I he's since passed away but literally never retired yeah like he, he just yeah, you no. know was 90 something he died milking some like great dane's anal gland probably yeah okay 100 <laughs> so i make this appointment i've got these x-rays and i i go in his office and uh He's like, hey, Jenny, how you been? How you doing? I said, I'm good, Dr. Crystal. How are you? And he said, um, so, I said, here's these x-rays. And the first thing he said was, God damn, these are fanciest x-rays I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm curious so, what a fancy x-ray is. 
And I was like, what the hell do you do here? Were they color? I don't don't know. But he was like, woo-wee, these are fancy. Yeah, big city x-rays. And I said, so what they're saying is, and he he said the the name of whatever, you know, it was. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's right. And I said, so they're telling me these two specialists are saying they want to go in and, like, break her leg so that bone will pop back in. And if, if not, she's... You know, she'll she'll develop arthritis. And he goes, well, goddamn, Jenny, look at her. It'd be weird if she didn't get arthritis. <laughs> and I tell you what, she's damn sure going to fucking get it if you break her leg. That's amazing. And the funniest part about, so here Birdie is who has arthritis. She does not have it in that leg, <laughs> in her front leg. <laughs> so that's where it was? Yeah, so her it's in her back legs, like her back and her lower back and her back legs. But her front leg there's no arthritis that's amazing <laughs> but i love it he's just, well you break you damn sure gonna get if you break your fucking leg i was like thank you that's yeah. all i needed was no. like sometimes you just this the overthinker like i'm like an animal person yeah. and i'm very into it but like i know people and this is like how you know like the empire is about to fall because we're all have too much money but like people who get like their cat chemo or they do yeah, chemo yeah. on their dogs. It's like this isn't helping anybody. Right. Like you're 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 like you're you're basically spending yeah fifty thousand dollars to keep to to keep a dog or cat who wants to die. I mean, to me, like I've I've never I've never done that before, and and I'm saying I never say never, but I like I had this dog, uh, this black lab named Drake that was actually it was my ex husband's dog, but uh-huh. it, I mean I petted his head once and he was my dog. Uh-huh. Like, I mean <laughs> I was obsessed, and he had this just, but he he was like ten, yeah. and he ended up getting this like really weird tumor that had grown. It was just horrid. It grew into his colon and around his urethra. Oh my god, I'm like, so hard. Yeah, I mean it's I oh, cannot. Oh my god, jizzing everywhere. God. But they were like, "Oh, we'll you know cut, cut into it. It'll probably have a colostomy bag. We'll we'll have to cut his penis off and reroute his urethra and I all had, of this." I had that, and I was like, <laughs> "Well, what about his quality of life? Like he did, it didn't bother him. He didn't even know he had it. He yeah. li- he lived another two years, and wow, you know." But I was like, "I'm not gonna put this dog through all this shit." When can I? This is a practical question. If yeah. your dog is a colostomy bag, you don't have to walk it, right? Like you I would imagine, up- let me just tell you, yes, in theory, that sounds correct, but this dog was so destructive, I can't only imagine what he would do to a colostomy bag. Oh my God. It would be a for real shit. Also, though. I yeah. spoke too soon on Birdie not smelling. This is unbelievable. Do you smell, Guy, chime in here for just a second. Do you smell I this? I haven't smelled it yet. Her asshole's pointing towards you all. I smelled it. I don't know. I can't. Oh, his mic isn't working. But God, 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 Birdie's God, asshole probably broke your yeah, microphone. This is, it is absolutely the most toxic smell I've ever Good smelled. girl, Birdie. Oh. That's mama's big squishy princess. Oh, oh no. If you want to open the door. <laughs> I don't know. It's so bad. Oh, um, it's so bad. No. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. I don't know. No. 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 Okay. Still, I'm telling you, your asshole... Your asshole broke your your microphone. Yeah, guy is fucking this up again. Oh, I can smell it now. That's pretty right. Yeah, it yeah. is pretty bad. Yeah, I've finally gotten acclimated to it. Um, wow. Next time we do the podcast from my house. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, so all your all your dogs can. Yeah, but they don't smell. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure that one shit that you stepped in. I do. That happens occasionally. Yeah. So anyway, so should we move to another segment of the show? I think we should. So 
by the way, in the future, we, we just couldn't get it together to get a guest this week because it's Memorial Day weekend. I just want to say, and all of our friends are so fucking patriotic. That and, it's you know, like there was no way to pull one of them they, away from their patriotic all, barbecues. All, all of our comedians are at are just saluting <laughs> right now. Um, They're all wearing T-shirts with the crying bald eagle. Yeah, Ugh. that's my favorite thing ever. The crying bald eagle. But I, I think like the crying bald eagle like would be appropriate after. Trump, but I'm not going to get yeah, it. Yeah, crying. But sometimes it'll be crying blood, which I always I know. Find I felt that, that pretty interesting. Yeah, your my favorite thing you do on 9/11 is the crying bald eagle. Well, no, is the the you, like you you'll find different corporate accounts. Oh, that God, like, so it. Jenny retweets like she once retweeted remembering those who've fallen, and it was from the fleshlight. Yeah, I, I only do it with porn. Uh, yeah, porn. It's yeah. only with porn. Joe Mandy is actually the, he's the, the king he's of the that. King of it. He is. Joe Mandy's the best. I found the fleshlight people, and then I you porn. Yeah, they they were like it was so. I mean, it was just so funny because whoever runs a you porn account actually, I've found that all of the porn accounts. The people have a great sense of the humor. The best. Like, they don't... There was this one chick that I follow. I'm trying to remember. No, I, I, I literally only followed her back because, like, I see that... No, the Asian girl. No, no, no. She's, this one's not Asian. This is like a... Oh. Shit, I'm trying to think what her name is. But she... Somebody retweeted her. Uh-huh. And then I just... I was laughing so hard. It was like, what, you know, I need... I'm, you know, craving... Who, who else is craving a big, you know, a big, hard 12-inch cock? And who... You know who was ready to get pounded or whatever, and so I just like repl- like I retweeted it, and I was like, ugh, I just talked to my mom for forty five minutes and I ate a big lunch. I'm so not <laughs> in the mood. Did she tweet back. She, she tweeted back like Ella, like she had the good sense of humor, but the the you porn people were like just clip after clip of just people just getting railed. I mean, just like trains ran on them, and then in just in the middle, it was like <laughs> September eleventh. Never forget. You're it's like, the best. I love it. No, I love the that. The Fleshlight one was great, too. And I was, Thank you, Fleshlight. Flashlight. You know, happy 9-11 yeah. to you, too. Yeah, Fleshlight. It's a, yeah, it's happy 9-11. Oh, I guess the last one I was going to ask you. Yes. Because I had this flash of brilliance. Tell me. Okay. Who is like a comedy hero of yours that you actually met and did not fart in front of? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because there's a question online. We're going to get to your questions. Some people have asked some very good questions. Um, but last and week... some people have... <laughs> some people asked horrible questions. But there was... Like I told the Bruce Springsteen fart story, and and um, the person, and let me just see who this was. Dave Rublin asked me, um, Danny, have you ever crossed paths with the boss after the elevator <laughs> incident? And I haven't. And what I realized was when we were shooting Modern Family in Australia, um, we ran, the, the boss happened to be playing there, and Nils Lofgren, his guitarist came by the set with his wife and just talked to New Jersey and we were talking about it and there was this moment where like have you ever you know I was like have you ever he basically said have you ever you know you're from Jersey have you, everybody has a Bruce story did you ever meet Bruce and I just like I remember hesitating with him and just going nope never met him <laughs> I never and that was so so no I haven't but so who are the heroes you know well, this year was actually, you'd think like, so last year was season eight of Modern Family, yeah. and you'd think you'd be jaded, and I've been doing this for a long fucking yeah, yeah. time, but we had Martin Short on the show, <gasps> Oh yeah, and, and that's I got one. to write jokes for Martin Short, and yeah. I, got, I got to, like, and he got to, like, we were just hanging out backstage and riffing, yeah. and I mean, like, the little boy in me, a couple, like, essential um, episodes, here's two essential things to see from Martin Short on... Um, SCTV. If you want to look them up on 
on YouTube. And one was Jerry Lewis live at the Champs-Élysées, which is one of the great, because <laughs> yes. it's Jerry Lewis both doing crazy like, blah, 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 and then it's Jerry Lewis with the lozenge being bitter. But he's complaining about network executives in a little sailor suit. And it is one of the funniest things you've ever seen. And then he was also in this punk band called the Queen Haters. So just yeah. Google the Queen Haters and Google Jerry Lewis live on the Champs-Élysées. But so, Martin Short is so like, God, that movie. Remember the movie Clifford? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. And he would just like, he, those faces he'd make, he was like, you know, kind of cross-eyed, oh sinister. And Gemini Glick, of course. It was amazing. And I got to work with on uh, the show I did uh, around 2000 for two years. The Weiss Brothers is called Off Center. You didn't see it, but it was funny. But I got to work a couple times with Eugene Levy. And so oh, like, yeah, yeah. because SCTV was like that thing that I, yeah, like yeah. I was sort of like, when everybody was watching Saturday Night Live, I was like, you know, I was that hipster douche bag it was yeah, like, like yeah saturday life's great but you should really be watching as you do yeah and all your friends made the jerk off my yeah they did he's little being little. A, he's being a prick i have to like who that, is yours well one of the i was just gonna say the martin short sketch with um harry sheer and christopher guest the synchronized swimming without a doubt one of the greatest sketches of all time one of my best friends leslie milberger that i grew up with like literally her and i we couldn't get into a pool without fully doing the Same. entire you know, da, 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 and then this is how I was with Bob. Point, pointing at you, 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 you. I see. No, you're not mad. You're not mad. It's just I see. <laughs> I know you. I know you. That was Christopher Guest as the Christopher Guest as the coach as the coach, and then Martin Short, who was clearly mentally impaired. Yeah, and, and he had he, a high forehead, and it's like, and like, it was, and, he, and he had a life jacket on. And he's like, I'm, I'm not a strong, I'm not a strong, strong swimmer. I'm not a strong swimmer. <laughs> yeah, so he doesn't swim. So that's we do have our obstacles. <laughs> yeah, and also there were no male synchronized swimming teams. But it's if you haven't seen this, this is like this is sort of must watch. We'll link so to cool. all of these things in the thing. Um, yeah. Who's uh? Who about? How about you? I mean, I've, I'm sure there's more. I have met like some really, really amazing. Like, I mean, I I was obsessed. I still I love Paul Rubens. I think like Paul yeah. Rubens, PB Herman. Like I. I realized like I could look back at my just walk around my house and my art that's up. Yeah. Any any adult that was childish, like it kind of proved to me like oh you don't have to grow up. Yeah, you know. And I I guess in my head I didn't realize like I would always gravitate toward those are the people that I really enjoyed. Like I love like Gene Wilder. I oh, like me too. Gilda Radner uh, and and Mel Brooks and but like Pee Wee Herman, this adult that was you know silly, but it was like it was just a funny silly silly kind of thing and a, a few years back when I was I was like you know been on Twitter just for a little bit I end up befriending Jack A. Harry from uh, 227 yes. <laughs> and somehow or another I mentioned I, I tweeted something like oh my god I love you at you know Pee Wee yeah. Herman or whatever he had just got on Twitter and she texts me and goes oh I know Paul and I'm oh. like, I love that you call him Paul. Like he's a real, per- like he's amazing. Oh, I'm, you know, just kind of yeah. flabbergasted. And on my birthday, I see Pee Wee Herman now follows you. And wow, I te- and I was like, what? And and she actually texts me and goes, you like your birthday present? And I was like, wait, what? And she said, oh, I text Paul. Told him to follow you. And I thought it's my favorite thing to tell people because everyone knows how much I love them. And when they'll go. How Pee Wee Herman follows you, and I was like, "Yeah, because Jack, Jack A. K. Harry from Two Two Seven told him to." That is, but I ended up Andy Richter. I he was so nice. I saw that he was gonna that that Pee Wee or Paul Rubens was gonna be on Conan, and I I, I was like, this. "Andy, please, I promise to behave. I won't act like an asshole. Please, please, can I you know come there?" And he's like, Shh. Oh. He's "Got it all set up." I I have to say, like that of some of the people, like that when I was really like. 
I almost want to cry. Like, oh. I can't believe I'm, and he was so lovely to me. And like, I mean, he didn't, he knew who I was because, yeah. you know, we followed me and everything. And, uh, you know, I get to take pictures with him and show, you can see my face is just like You're red. Beaming. I'm like, I was so excited. And then um, the second one that just like blew me away was I, I was at this, um, it was like some HBO pre-Emmy yeah. party. Uh-huh. And the moment I walk in, Mel Brooks was walking out. And I mean, I like, holy shit, I have to say something. And so I walked and I just like, I shook his hand. I was like, Mr. Brooks, I've been Jenny Johnson. So I said, I just grew up like I'm a comedy. Like you're For one sure. of the reasons. And literally he could not have been lovelier. And I said, I even have this, this photo of you and Carl Reiner hugging and, and he, he mimicked the face like uh-huh. that. He goes that photo. And I said, and, I, and it's from the photographer. Like it's, wow. a, you know, and a, He's like, he put his hand on top of mine. He's like, oh, Jenny, I'm going to give you a hug. Like, you know. No, that's huge. I said the same thing that I said to Paul Rubens. I said to Mel Brooks. I just went, thank you for not ruining my childhood. Yeah. (laughs) Because what if they were assholes? Like, I was like, thank you so much for not ruining my childhood. Like. I get it. I mean, I just wanted to walk away. I was like, okay. But I know so many, like, so. On the stage where we shoot Modern Family, somebody the, if you go to the, ever go to get a chance to take a Fox Lot tour, I recommend you do it. It's a great tour. But they have a lot of scenes painted on the sound stages where movies were shot. So there's like yeah. this, you know, there's Bruce Willis, a giant soundstage picture um, uh, of him crawling through an air vent from Die Hard, literally looking across the street at the Die Hard building. Um, and it's cool. But they did wound up doing... Modern Family is shot on the same stage where they shot Young Frankenstein. Oh, really? It is. And so they did this huge mural that he came to dedicate. And so I was, I had this opportunity to meet him and I wound up um, freezing. Like he came by, somebody introduced, and I went, and then he, and I, I lost it. But so I was feeling really bad about that. And I walk, I walk around a corner and there's Julie Bowen hiding and it's like I don't. I, I she was like I can't meet. I can't meet him. I'm too freaked. You know. It's like that was everything to me. Yeah. yeah so it never goes away. And no. And and I think that there's something that's like really interesting to me about when you meet someone that you like. You you know like I've met people now that you know. Yeah. I, you, they just were famous as I was an adult. Yeah. It's when it's the person you liked as a kid. That's the thing that no. gets you. Like, remember when we met Anna Nancy Wilson? Oh my at, god! Art and we were we were fangirling out. Oh, like, my oh my god! That god. was crazy. And it they was, were they liked our tweets. They liked our tweets, but we were like, oh. I didn't know. I'm like. I mean, I was so like I I I don't know how to tell. Like, I didn't want to tell Nancy Wilson. I used to practice, you know, with my mom's broom. In the bathroom, like doing her power kicks. Remember, she huh? would do those big. Remember, remember the video yes. I took because you and Annette were sitting I, 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 right there, and I, I right at the beginning of Crazy on You, she has this really real, great guitar solo. Yeah, and then at the end, she always she does, does this power, power kick. kick. I'm recording it with my phone, and then the moment she goes to do it, you it drops because I did the kick with yeah, her, yeah. and I dropped the fucking yeah, phone. Yeah. It's amazing, and then it goes right back up, and I, you can hear me just, ah, just oh god, I'm so stupid, but I love. Like something like that is, is exciting. Yeah, that's amazing. I guess the other, the the only other one that was like, so before Modern Family, I was doing some like YouTube videos. I wound up writing this song with some musicians that I did a video for called "I'm Gay for Obama," and um, it was like he was still in the primaries with with Hillary at the time, and I was like super, like I remember super like gay for Obama. I was way gay for him, and so I wrote a song called "I'm Gay for Obama," and 
the, uh, Jerry Zucker, yeah, yeah. Z U C K E R, um, who Airplane. did Airplane, yeah, yeah. which Airplane was the movie that changed my life. That's for me too. It like, just changed my life. Yeah. And um and and he, it was his company, and he came in and he said, "I like the song," and he was giving me note, and he's like, and he asked me my name when we were there, and he's like, and I said, oh, "Yeah, I'm Danny Zucker," and it's like, it's like. Because you have to understand, my whole career, everybody asked me if I was related to the Zucker brothers. But it's spelled I, different. Yeah, it's spelled different. But they, but as the Zucker brothers, and when Jerry Zucker said, "Oh yeah," people always ask if I'm related to you. I was like, "Are you kidding really? me?" That was like the high. That was the highlight of my life. Um, I mean, it's such a funny like. Anytime somebody will ask, like, there there have there have been people like, have you met someone that's like, oh, that's cool to meet this person, uh-huh. but you don't really give a shit about him. I know. And then you tell someone else and they're like, "What?" You no. Met? Like Absolutely. That always going kind to of makes me laugh. I don't I don't want to like name names because it'll make me sound like I don't give a shit. But it, I've had several moments where I've met people and it's not that they're not lovely or like it, you know, yeah. it's just I'm not a fan. Well, I well this yeah. was like what this was it actually this happened to me. What so I was playing I'm playing this like I love to play poker. I got involved I'm friends with this like professional poker player. And she um, invited me to this game, and so I go like every Thursday. And it's a great group of guys, and it takes place in a music stu- a music studio up in uh, North Hollywood. Anyway, there was a guy there, kind of you know, not, uh, you know, kind of a shortish guy with a beard, and um, but heavily tatted. I played with him like three times. I did not realize that he was in the Backstreet Boys, <laughs> and it's AJ from the Backstreet Boys, which is meaningless to me at that point, but not. But anyway, went to Vegas with the poker crew, and then went to like the Backstreet Boys concert where I probably was the oldest man at the Backstreet you Boys concert. so creepy. I was, but well, there were like, I was certainly, let me put it this way. I was the oldest straight man at that concert. There were a lot of older gay guys that right. were there. But, um, and then what, so that was, I like again, there were a lot of people your age that meant a lot more too. Yeah, well like I, like, you know, when I was in junior high, like New Kids on the Block was the shit, yeah. right? And then when they toured again <laughs> and it was really kind of hilarious because I, my sister and I went, and every like everyone in the crowd was our like around our age. Oh wow! And, and, but I loved how many chicks were like had so much fun. They they put on the eighties looking shit. Oh you know? sure. Like that's so why I was like it was really fun to me to just watch like everybody get a kick out of it and it's like they got it too they're like yeah they played all their hits they didn't yeah. try to go and here's something from our new album like yeah who wants to hear that the most you know? depressing th- like it's like when I, that's why i was like a little worried about old cella because i would have gone to old cella but i was like the most sc- the scary words you could ever hear is like hi i'm paul mccartney um here's some of our new stuff like that would that's like a horrifying thought no one is psyched no i i'm trying to think i saw um i've seen heart in concert a bunch but um, that that is me bragging. No, I'm just like that big, like a fan. I, I too. fucking love my heart. band. My band, my my high school band. We played a lot of heart. And uh, did you play with a lot of heart too? I did. I played with a lot of heart. <laughs> my my high school girlfriend was the singer. Okay, uh, but on. like uh, Def Leppard opened. Like they were like a headliner in heart. Like heart and Def Leppard were touring wow. together. And did he have both arms? The drummer at that point. No, no, no. This was like no, not that long ago. Oh, this is recent. Okay, first off, I was impressed as shit because that guy. No, he's a great drummer with one arm. And, but he has a bunch of pedals. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, God dang! I, you know, I, I can only juggle two things. You know, oh I my god! Juggle, you know, like the fact that you're playing a full, huge drum kit. No, 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 no. I couldn't play a bongo with one hand. Yeah. I mean, it's like 
So I, I get it. But the guy, the lead singer, whatever his name is, like, and I was never like a big giant Def Leppard fan, mm-hmm. but he sounded great. No, he's yeah. But he still sounded great. You know, it wasn't like it was wasn't it? like when you watched Axl Rose. You remember at the oh. like, that MTV thing, and he was like wheezing. And yeah, he couldn't no. even catch his breath. Yeah, it was. Just, it was like, welcome to the show. No, I know. I he went, had like COPD or he, something like he, that. He he entered. He got onto the stage with a acorn stair lift. Like that's how he got onto the stage. Oh, it's terrible. Well, okay, well, let's answer some questions. Let's answer some questions, and then we'll wrap it up. I got to get back to my. You want to go to your party? You've already got your Tommy Bahama shirt on, so you're ready to go. Party. Is this a, oh, it is a Tommy Bahama. It's a T-shirt. I know, but it's a Tommy Bahama T-shirt. I know. Why not? I know my. Oh God damn it! You always call me out. Okay, so let's see what we got for questions. So this is us funniest sitcom pre 1977. So I would pre 1977. I guess I. I don't know. I wasn't born. I was. I would go Mary Tyler Moore show. That's from Seth Leary. What laugh laughing and worst decade for music during your lifetime? I think uh, we're in it. Uh, I don't know. I would say like like early late ninety early two thousand. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe the first, I didn't like the, I didn't like any of the the first like, decade of the two thousand. When I yeah I I mean I just remember so like I was in college. I graduated high school ninety six. So like when I was in college. You know, it was Chumbawamba. I get knocked down. Yeah. Like, like that shit. I was like, oh, fuck you. That's my favorite Chumbawamba song. Is it? By far. As, a, as opposed to... Uh, <laughs> okay, this is yeah. for you, I think. It's from Emily Collins, because I don't have a fashion sense, unlike you. Is it okay I'm wearing a Bass Pro baseball cap? I live in Liverpool, UK. Are you blowing your cousin? I don't... Yeah, I know, but does it does it mean <laughs> the same thing in Liverpool? I don't know. Maybe it's like really kind of like a hipster thing over there okay maybe. like if like if she was in tuscaloosa or something she would just be wearing a bass pro shops okay so helen gardo asks or gardot i'm thinking it's helen gardo um will either of you be writing for the roseanne reboot i will not i did my time you did your time <laughs> with roseanne uh, how do you think that's gonna go i i don't want i know people who are associated with it so i i, I hope it goes well yeah I'm not confident it will, yeah. but I hope it does because there's some good people on it. Yeah. What is the worst trouble Jenny has ever gotten in when she has been plain drinking? Plain drinking? That's Jenny always posts a picture on Instagram. She's got her beat headphones on. Yeah, my beat and headphones it, on. And, and, what a lot of people don't realize is I don't do that because I'm trying to get like a, you know, a sponsorship from Beats or anything. If I don't post that, the plane will crash. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm a oh, so paranoid. You're, you're in OCD mode with no, it. It's like I'm a, I'm a really nervous taker offer. And so. You should be. That's the most dangerous segment of a flight. I understand that. And as a, as a former TV news producer, every time I wrote upon takeoff, I never finished with and everything was, was fine. fine. <laughs> like, it did not end good. So like I have to text my mom, my sister. I have to post a Like I, I you- seriously am like. But once the plane's up, and when people often ask me, like, what about when you land? I'm like, I'm so hammered. <laughs> like, yeah. But fuck, take it down. I don't give a shit. Well, but uh, getting in trouble, I've never gotten any trouble. I usually, because I'm pretty, I'm a, I'm a friendly drunk. Yeah, you are. I, and I, I'm a friend. I'll I never, for and, that. And I actually never get drunk. Like, no, you don't. I, I don't, you've never seen me like, oh, help me up, or you know, like something yeah. like that. I've, ne- I've never needed, and so on a plane, I'm like, I'm always just, the only thing like, I will, you know, kind of like sober up and realize that I took a lot of pictures in the cockpit before the play, you know, like uh-huh. with the captain and stuff wearing a hat, you know, like yeah. I, I've, but more often than not, they just laugh and think it's funny. Okay. So this one's for me from Schmecky. <laughs> Do I have a favorite joke I've written that I remember, Danny? 
a uh, joke, like a Twitter joke, or a uh, like on. I don't a know. Show. I don't know. But oh, God, Hogface is a classic. Well, I like my pin tweet. Here's like a joke that I always liked that never did anything on Twitter. <laughs> it was like okay, in quotation marks. It was, I'm a big fan. And then it was, end quotation marks, and it was excerpt from my children's novel, Wendy the Stupid Windmill. (laughs) Now that is a joke that made me laugh so hard when I wrote it, and it just never did anything. So that's one. On the show, on Modern Family, I've had a few jokes I really like. I always liked, Nathan Lane was freaking out, you know, and his name is Pepper. And at one point he's like, I'm not, so he was like saying like, everybody had blown off his party because there was an earthquake and they were using as an excuse not to go to his party. And Nathan Lane says, no one likes me, I'm a joke. And then Cam, played by Eric Stonetrade, says, you're not a joke, you're Pepper Saltzman. <laughs> and so then I gave him the name Saltzman, which I thought was like I, I'm, yeah, I'm proud of that. Funny. You're Pepper Saltzman. You're not a joke. I'm trying to think of one of yours that I've really, but I mean the hog face one is such a classic. Yeah, I, that one. That's uh, you had the one where you've had so many too though. But don't you like it when you're writing something and you actually make yourself laugh? That's it, and that rarely happens. Oh my god! Me. I wrote one. What is it? I'm trying to think. Just recently, I was. I, I'm I'm always like whoring myself out to like trying to get stage time so i always have to like email all the people at the like uh-huh. laugh factory whatever i would love you so much if you give me some stage time this week this is me telling oh, a, bo- no. a booker are you drunk no okay i'm just like trying to actually and so i was like i would love you more than spicy bloody mary with the side cold draft beer that i'd have with buffalo wings but but then in parentheses but only the boneless ones with the buffalo sauce on the side not tossed in or just the drum pieces not the other weird wing pieces that feel like a wishbone of a thanksgiving turkey that you probably had to tear apart with your sister who i bet put her thumb at the top part of the wishbone just so she'd win (laughs) but you just let that shit go because you're cool In parentheses, while watching the Texans play at a sports bar. <laughs> That's amazing. But I was like, I'm just going to go into this just like horrible detail and just see. You need to put that in somewhere. <laughs> but everyone knows what you're talking about when you did the wishbone thing. Oh, My yeah. sister would always put her big thumb on top of it. I was like, you're fucking cheating. It's not fair. And then could overpower. And I'm like, you know, your wish and then, is going to not come true. Of course. Last one. You'll take this one. This is from L.A. And I, I know this girl, I think. Soleilani. Her. You literally showed me a Tiger Woods mugshot. That's it. Comments on Tiger yeah, Woods. Yeah, I totally know her. Yeah. No, it's a cop. She has the mugshot. Comments on Tiger Woods. What do you say? You know, you just got arrested. Oh, my God. I already tweeted about it. it. Made me laugh. Oh, yeah. I was like, I think I tweeted something like, even if you made your tea time today, just know that you will play golf better than Tiger Woods looks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good way to end today's doing it with Je- Danny and Jenny next week I promise we'll find a guest. we're gonna have a guest we have like uh, a couple people uh, a couple really good uh, uh, people I'm gonna keep it a surprise but we have uh, people I think will make you laugh really hard I hope so welcome to the gamma test Birdie will be back with her farts hopefully. yeah I think we might have to shoot uh, shoot it um, record, shit record it at my house next time because <laughs> uh, I don't think I, I, I'm not convinced my wife actually thinks we're doing a podcast so I think we have to do well, it in she hasn't listened to the first one no she hasn't no, she, yet. Doesn't. she doesn't give a shit about me yeah. um, she does I'm just teasing kind of. well. anyway no, I'm te- I am so Thank you. Thank from, you. From Jenny's house. And um, please, if you like this podcast, favorite and comment and on it on iTunes and follow us. And on Twitter on and Instagram Twitter and tell because, your friends because so guy is we work, get more people. If we get more people and then we can finally pay Guy. Yes. 
because he's he's a mess. He's just yeah. His mic doesn't even his work. His mic doesn't work. It's he, sad. He's, he's been opening the door for Bergie back and time. forth. Yeah. Anyway, good night and uh, good luck. Yes. Thank you. Bye. It's a